Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one hilarious page of Talmud every day. Because today's page, Nazir 43, yeah, it's funny. How funny? Here's how it begins. The rabbis are trying to figure out if a Nazir who touched a corpse and then somehow touched another corpse, which, let's face it, is already a great premise for a Mel Brooks type of visual gag, is liable for punishment twice. So, to work out the logistics of this complicated what-if, they need to understand just what happens when one enters a house that contains said corpse, which really begs the question, what does it mean to enter a house? Rabbi Elazar, for example, thinks that as soon as you put your hand into the dead person's house, you've already contracted ritual impurity, and a discussion ensues about what happens if you enter the house kind of with your hands, you know, smacked by the side of your body. And the rabbis answer that you're still in trouble because, you know, your nose technically entered first, and as soon as it did, ritual impurity descended upon you. I mean... Bleeding by a nose is a pretty great Jewish joke. And the whole passage is a great one to read if you want to truly enjoy the brilliant logic of the Talmud, a self-contained system of figuring out the world that teaches you how to think by showing you the contours of everything, sometimes using the ridiculous to help you unlock the sublime. You know, kind of like the Gary Shandling show. Remember it? Maybe you're too young or too old, or not really into TV from the 80s for some reason. But the short-lived sitcom was sheer brilliance, because in the sitcom, Shandling, playing more or less himself, was an erotic comedian who realized that he was a character in a sitcom. The show wasn't just about breaking the fourth wall between the camera and the audience. It was all about the fourth wall. It was the fourth wall. A festive invitation to step back and expose convention in order to better understand what moves us and why funny bits hold profound truths. Is it any wonder, then, that Chandling left us on Purim? As we celebrate everyone's favorite holiday today, and very much in the spirit of today's duff and the attempt to really kind of dive in and see the Talmuds working for what they really are. I would like to share a piece we ran this week on our other podcast, Unorthodox. You will recognize the gentleman speaking. He is our very own Rabbi David Bashevkin, explaining why Gary Shandling matters, how he's come to embody the spirit of Purim, and why really anyone enjoying our Talmudic journey might want to check out this great comic genius. Have a listen. There are a lot of different figures that come to mind when we think about Purim, but every year uh, I have a custom over the past several years that there's one figure that actually comes to mind that I celebrate his yard site, his life, and his legacy, and that is the great comedian Gary Shanling. You may know him from The Gary Shandling Show, or you may know him from The Larry Sanders Show. Uh, he was a brilliant comedian, and there is a wonderful documentary by Judd Apatow called The Zen Diaries of Gary Shandling. 
One of the reasons that I think of him is that he died on March 21st, 2016, which happens to be on Purim. That Hebrew date was the 14th of Adar, which makes his yard site actually on Purim. I think that Gary's connection to Purim is much more than just the date of his yard site. It's actually embodied by what his comedy actually was all about. You know, the Purim story is unique in that it's the one book where the name of God is completely absent. When the name of God is absent, it really makes you reflect on the other participants in the story. Usually God is the main character. And so to speak, in God's absence, you start to look at the very story differently. Normally when we watch a story, we only pay attention to the characters depicted, the actors, the supporting actors, the background. The Purim story, however, with the absence of God, sensitizes the reader to this most obvious absence of the other roles involved in the story. The writer, the director, the cinematographer. An effective movie director is never on screen, but the entire performance is in essence a tribute to their presence. They remain obscured, however, behind the fourth wall of the production. And what's become known as breaking the fourth wall is the acknowledgement that the entire story is, in fact, a product of someone else's design. That's part of the reason why it's become common custom to wear costumes on Purim. A not-so-subtle reminder that we're always, to some extent, playing a role, and our real authenticity lies beneath. Breaking the fourth wall, recognizing the very revelation the story is by design concealing, is the recurring theme throughout Gary Shandling's work. His debut television show, It's Gary Shandling Show, was built on this very premise, where the actors throughout acknowledge that they're on a television show, openly incorporating the audience's presence into the performance. This continued in more subtle ways in his later work, and The Larry Sanders Show is an elaborate unveiling of the behind-the-scenes drama and personalities that constitute the carefully curated world of talk shows. Even his later efforts, notably his interviews for the DVD extras for The Larry Sanders Show, seem desperate to capture the normalness and magic of everyday scriptless conversation within the confines of the camera. To watch Gary Shandling is to watch someone wrestle with his own self-consciousness of his self-consciousness, grasping for the possibility, however futile, that we can act naturally even in the presence of a camera. The moment a believer, which Gary Shandling very much was, stops seeing God as a fellow actor, we're only left with a foreboding awareness that we've been on his stage, on God's stage, the entire time. Gary wrote in his diary something that has always moved me and I always think about, He wrote in his diaries, maybe your comedy is a natural gift to be given to others with joy to help them through this impossible life and you sharing it with no desire of getting anything. And in the Megillah we read, and who knows, Mordecai cautions Esther in probably the most pivotal scene in the entire Megillah, if you have ascended to royalty for this very moment. God is never revealed in the Purim story, but his presence is found in the way people look towards the presence and potential of others. After facing the absurdity of a day of Jewish annihilation transformed into a day of Jewish celebration, realizing that we all along have been a part of God's stage direction, we learn how to see godliness in others. This ultimately was the revelation within the final act of Gary's life. He wrote in his diary, Give more, give what you didn't get, love more, drop the old story, become old gracefully, become a mentor gracefully. 
As the curtains began to close on Gary Shandling's life, he turned his critical, self-conscious gaze into an outward graciousness, reading his friend's scripts, organizing basketball games, and serving as a parental figure for many comedians and writers. On Purim, we send Mishaloach Manos, celebratory food for friends and Matanos Lavionim gifts for the poor. Once the fourth wall drops between the actor and the director, it also vanishes between fellow actors. We all realize that we're a part of the play. And as we eke through this impossible life, Shanling and Purim remind us that even in the face of difficulty, the possibility of authentic joy can still be found in the rubble of our imagined narratives if we only stop critiquing the script and instead surrender to it and help others fall in love with it. Wishing everyone a Freilichen Purim. Happy Purim, friends. Called me up and asked if I would write his theme song. I'm almost halfway finished. How do you like it so far? How do you like the theme to Gary show? This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, please go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. And get your Take One merch, t-shirts, mugs, and other great stuff at tabletstudios.com. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Liebowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Roske, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Tanya Singer, Courtney Hazlett, Robert Scarmucha, and Mark Oppenheimer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic. Where I start the whistle, then we'll watch this Gary Shandling show. 